On this episode, Piri teaches us the difference between branding and marketing for fitness coaches, as well as marketing tips that you can use for the next economic recession. Piri goes on to explain the biggest marketing mistakes she sees with coaches and building your brand around the popular imposter syndrome. And of course, stay tuned at the end for your one action step so you can start building your wealth today. Thank you and enjoy the show. Welcome to Building Your Wealth Muscle, a podcast about building and protecting wealth for online health and fitness coaches. Each episode, we're going to break down different topics in the areas of business, finance, and tax, and how they pertain to your coaching business. Disclaimer. The topics covered in this podcast are for educational purposes only. This is not advice for your specific situation. Please consult a qualified financial or tax professional before making changes to your financial or tax situation. Now, here's your host, certified financial planner, Pat Darby. On this episode, we are joined by Flora Peary. She is a thought leader, mindset, magic influencer, and digital creator. She is the host and creator of the Whole Damn Brand podcast, where she uses her vast knowledge of physical and mental health in combination with her lifestyle branding development courses, allowing her followers to reframe their realities and create a life of abundance. She is a renowned branding and motivational mentor and founder of Flora Peary Productions, a social media and branding consulting firm. She specializes in setting unrealistic goals and creating a roadmap to achieve the impossible. She believes a strong accountability partnership in combination with encouragement and healthy mindset can transform someone's life. She is a single mom to a 10-year-old son currently relocating to West Palm Beach, Florida from St. Louis, Missouri. Piri, welcome to the Building Your Wealth Muscle podcast. Thank you for being here. Oh, thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Well, this should be this should be really helpful because obviously branding and marketing is talked about pretty often, especially in the online fitness space. But like all the podcast episodes, I like to really start in the beginning for those, depending on where their their level of education is. So for those that are unfamiliar, what is branding versus marketing? Because I feel like sometimes they're used interchangeably, but as, as you had mentioned, yeah. they're different. Definitely. So they do go hand in hand. And you're right. They often get confused because they are relatively intertwined. So branding is essentially how you present yourself to the world. So um, branding is sort of like when the chips fall or when the dust settles, like what is left standing. I specialized or originally specialized in personal branding. So a lot of that uh, when working with clients has to do with their unique combination of values, skills, experience, hobbies, and their integrity in which they present themselves. And then we have the physical format that goes along with it that is your logo, your brand colors, your fonts, and just the consistency with how that's presented. And then marketing is like its very own can of worms. Um, it is it is essentially getting yourself out into the world. It's your strategy, the campaigns, and um, how you present your brand consistently uh, through different types of advert campaigns and um, different marketing campaigns. So hopefully that kind of sums up uh, your question. Yeah. So 
the central theme of the podcast is all about building wealth or protecting wealth for the online fitness space. So in terms of building wealth, how would you position building a strong brand to help people build the value of their company in the eyes of a potential buyer? Oh, I love this question because it's one of the things that I talk about the most with uh, clients, especially potential clients, is is identifying their brand and creating an extremely strong brand identity. Because once you get in front of your client or your if your customer facing, it's not they're not just going to see your brand and be like, oh, I want to buy that, I want to invest in that. They, on average, are gonna they want to see your product at least seven times before it becomes ingrained in their head that what your product has to offer is something that they need or want. So it's all about having strong brand presence so that you have that consistency in in your message, uh, your mindset, the logos, the colors, the physical, uh, you know, that aesthetic look and what you're presenting and the consistency with the marketing. So, um, I definitely think that that brand identity is is and consistency is like the number one thing I talk to my clients about because like I just had a client ask me the other day like do you think we could do social media with you one week and then or one month and then next month not and then do like bi-monthly and I was like absolutely not because you're going to lose you're going to lose consistency that brand that you are were working so hard to get you noticed with your clients it's just going to fall short every other month and it's going to be inconsistent so um yeah that, I hope that answers that question but it's it's about that brand consistency and awareness now in that in that situation were they looking at doing different things each month or was it more budgetary where they thought, let me just start, stop, start, stop to. So it's interesting because it was um, a little bit of both sort of like, cause I do consulting, but I also do, we do full service social media um, and that and we do digital creation from, the ground up, kind of anything you want. But when it comes to social media, uh, this individual, she really was sort of more budget concerned, like, hey, I want to do this, but I don't know if I want to make that investment long term. And this is something that we see a lot, especially with social media, because you don't have that direct ROI, especially right in the beginning. So you kind of feel like, hey, I'm putting all this money in. Um where is it going? I, I don't see that return yet. And on average, it takes at least on a minimum of three months to see any kind of turnaround on that investment. And I usually suggest six months to a year is where you're going to see the most growth uh, for that brand and marketing. So her her major concern was if I'm investing X amount of money you know, one month, the next month, I can kind of scale back. I don't have to do as much because it can just like ride through. And then the next, that, that third month, I can pick it up. And the fourth month, I can drop it. So, but the consistency in that is really where you make that difference. So, you, since like you speak specifically to online coaching. So, in that regard, with online coaching, Let's say you have an online fitness coach that's posting 
they're posting workouts or menu options uh, twice to three times a week, right? And people learn within those, you know, one month, like, hey, I can just jump on this uh, on this profile and learn something. And, and they start to go to your profile because they want to learn. You're educating them on who you are, what you have to offer, and they get excited. And it's something that they become accustomed to. And then you take that away for a month, then they're going to find it somewhere else. Or they're going to feel like you're not consistent with what you're providing. So why would I want to – well, why would I, a customer, want to invest in that coach? So that was what I really had to explain with this client. She And luckily, she got it right away. But um, it's having that consistency and, and in that conversation with her, um, she was able then to grasp that it's – that is really what's the most important. So you can dilute how much we're spending and we can scale down the amount of content, but in order to stop and go, stop and go, we're going to, you're, you're just, you're making it almost, you're losing money at that point. And I think that's an important point to highlight because um, it's, it's really important to try and think how to frame this. One of the pillars they say to, to survive a recession is when you're getting lean is not to lean out your marketing. Now, I'm not a marketing expert, of course, but right. I've also heard, and you can speak to this, like and give people details about how, because in a recession, most people do cut marketing. So you're, for the same dollars, you probably right. get expanded reach. Um, but I don't know if you can speak to that for like the next recession, when people are tempted to do that, how they could actually come out of it stronger. Definitely. So, I mean, just this time last year, we had got kind of gone into our big, our first major shutdown. So even during that, for me being in marketing, I had some clients that pulled out, which, you know, was hard for me being an online marketer and branding expert. So, but also um, it was hard because you you're, you're watching these companies that you've helped build and then they suddenly feel like that's the first thing that they need to remove so that they can free up some cash for whether it's a brick and mortar and they're paying rent or their, whatever their overheads are if they have a loan or however it is. But um, I would, I definitely suggest that even if you are not able to continue with a professional marketing agency that you cultivate a plan to to ha- to continue the consistency, even if it's not up to the elevated notch that it was when you were with an agency. But going into any kind of recession, pulling out those marketing dollars, you're gonna you're gonna be hit. I think regardless if that's if that's your mentality, I sort of have the mentality of. Um, like what you feed will grow. And I truly believe in having an abundant lifestyle and sometimes things are scary and investments can be really scary. But um, if you're marketing the right group of people, if you know your, your net, your, your niche and you know the strategy and you have a plan, then you can get to wherever you're going, even through a recession, especially with online coaches. Um, I mean, like I, I worked, I got a new client and she's an, she, was, she took her um, fitness exam and all that stuff during the COVID shutdown. And then when she started, um, 
at her gym, I think she started right when we reopened, we jumped in and did social media. And within, I think within eight weeks, she was promoted to a manager. And she had, there had never been a uh, coach in, in the organization that had scaled their business faster than she did. And I, and it's literally about with, when you're online marketing, it's about getting out of your own way. It's, Sometimes you have to know you have to know where you're starting and where you're going and build that strategy. So if we were to go into another recession, um, and marketing dollars are tight, building a plan and and sticking to it and having all the points of execution lined out and what you're after, then that would that is going to aid aid anyone um, immensely. So let's talk about that plan if you're sitting there trying to do this either on your own before you hire or you're sitting down with someone trying to get strategies from them, do you first create the brand and then marketing to support it or is it the opposite? So I have my first point of onboarding is a personal branding uh, online course that I created. So I send that to every single person I'm meeting with, whether they want to do a website, a photo shoot, a they want me to do um, graphic design or their their social media, whatever it is. That's my onboarding forum. It's it's a personal branding work workbook um, e course. So they fill it out because I want to know who they are, what they're about. Um, I want to know their personal brand, and then we kind of get into what are they attracted to. Because when you're talking about brands, whether it's personal or larger, um, the the best way to create something that you can roll with continuously is to make sure that it's something that you like. <laughs> so, like, you want to wake up and have passion behind whatever you're doing. You want to see your branding colors and your logo, and you want to feel lit up. And I know that kind of sounds silly, but aesthetics are important. So if there's something that doesn't resonate with you, then it's not in alignment, and you have to get rid of it. So the very first thing I do is um, I do a personal branding um online course. Uh, it's, I think it's 12 pages. They fill it out. They review uh, different aesthetics that they're interested in. Um, if they're an already established brand and I'm kind of coming in to clean up, I sometimes remove that um, the, the second portion of that course where we talk about logo and colors and branding and message in that sense um, because we're going to uh, review and kind of manipulate something they probably already have and do rebranding. So I always start with that. And then we get into um, our goals and where are we going? And usually that's when I bring them into uh, Maven X media and we start expanding into whether it's website or the Facebook ads or wherever uh, the boys there at Maven X want to do, they, that's where they can see a ton of growth in different digital fields that I don't specialize in. So that's how I prefer to do it. Um, and it, when it comes to consulting, I, I still start with the branding worksheet, workbook, and then I segue into a second online course that I created about uh, social media hosting and scheduling. So in that, you essentially create monthly goals um, based on your personal branding packet that you completed. And... Uh, so you create the goals, the monthly goals, and um, it, it maps it all out. 
so there, it's a lot more in depth than that, but essentially it helps you uh, for four weeks and you get the goals and, and you, it's, you, know, you have to do it yourself if you're doing consulting and I'll review it with you. But so that's how I always sort of start. Um, it's important to get those that it's a foundational piece. Okay. And so if people, when people come to you, what would you say, like, if they're an online fitness coach, what is the biggest mistake they're making with their branding? If they either did it themselves uh, or maybe worked with someone who was less experienced? Problem I see when it comes to online coaches with posting or just branding and social media would, would be inconsistency in posting and, um, they're pretty self-conscious to post so, and to kind of market themselves properly. So they, there's, there's so many fitness there. The social media is like really saturated with online coaches. So I think there's a struggle to be seen and there's a struggle to, to sort of know what to post and things can get really messy. Uh, that's why I think having somebody to, consult with about it to help map out that plan or at least, or, or create it yourself. It creates some synergy within, uh, your plan, like it within your, where you're going with it. So, um, a lot of times I've seen the best success with people with online coaches who know their niche and they stick to it and they speak to that. Um, and that's where you can see a lot of growth. It's like if you're a female, um, a female online coach and you specialize in growing the booty or the glutes, cause that is a huge portion right now, then that is what you want to talk about. That's, that, that every girl right now wants that aesthetic. And if that is what you offer, then talk about, um, Things that support it, so whether it's nutrition, exercises, mindset, whatever you can do to kind of create categories that support your niche, that's going to really, you're going to see most um, success within that. So, yeah, the biggest downfall would be that that market is oversaturated with online coaches and they're sort of swimming upstream without a plan. That makes sense. And so one of the other areas that you help your clients is mindset. And mm -hmm. I know people throw the term like healthy mindset around, but just people who don't know about mindset, like how do you determine if you have a healthy mindset, like a fitness coach is listening, how do you self-diagnose for lack of a better term, if they have a healthy mindset to articulate and achieve their goals or if they don't? <laughs> So this is funny because um, I, I will not diagnose anybody. I'm not a doctor. <laughs> I'm not a therapist, but I do practice mindset. I, um, through my experience, my life experiences, and dif just different courses and everything I've been through, um, I really believe in strong goals and working towards them. So ultimately, anytime I get into branding or, um, you know, kind of helping people grow their business in one way or another, we get into mindset because more often than not, the only reason they're not growing and expanding is because they can't get out of their own way. Whether that they have a tough inner dialogue and they can't seem to uh, speak nicely to themselves, or maybe they're in a toxic work environment or um, 
sometimes it more often than not it always it something is holding them back and so when you get into being authentic online and growing your coaching business making sure that you're presenting your authentic self uh is so important and if your mindset is sort of splotchy and you don't know where you're going, then your clients that you're trying to attract or are going to either be inconsistent and not know where they're going or you're going to struggle to get the right types of clients. Um, so we definitely almost always get, in, get into mindset because um, you want to create a tone in your brand and your business that gives um, – online viewers a message and you're you are that message so the mindset is absolutely crucial um sometimes it's a little painful to go through um you know we we gotta kind of sift away through through the ugly but um you know it's real and it's raw and and people people want to see other people succeed especially online they want to watch a story and with coaches um you know, they, they're paying for, you're paying for, um, when you, when you hire an online coach, you're, you're paying for them to enter your life and help you in some way to grow. So you want to see that on the other end as well. So I don't know how somebody self-diagnoses other than you. I think you either know or you don't. Yeah. Um, I know from myself and others I've talked to you, if you want to find out if you have a healthy mindset, start a business because you yeah, will right. really <laughs> discover how many right. things you're insecure about and have imposter syndrome about. But yeah, um, you know, that's so true. It's like, I didn't know um, how highly I could think and talk about myself and how um, low and upset I could be with myself. And so I, until I started working for myself, <laughs> And then you're like, okay, wait, why am I talking to myself like this? And um, I, I only, I call myself a motivational coach, and not necessarily, uh, you know, I'm not a therapist, so I can't dive into any kind of trauma. Um, I refer all of that out to a friend of mine who is a trauma therapist. So when I do come across that, I make sure to get people with the right people to sift through it. But I will motivate somebody. Uh, through encouragement and affirmations to um, succeed. And that is where I thrive is just um, motivating and helping people in the mindset. Like you got to wake up every day and get after it. It's ground zero. And, and like, you know, we, you and I both have learned this through business and um, life in general, but especially in business, uh, just because you had gains yesterday, well, doesn't, doesn't mean you're going to have gains today. You got to continue that momentum and carry it through and, and have that, that positive mindset. So I oftentimes send, um, meditation affirmations over, uh, nighttime meditations, uh, yoga sequences, just things to help people kind of get, um, into a better mind space and like hype music. And, you know, we, our bodies and our minds, um, respond to energy and vibrations and if we can if we can switch our mindset and you know from 
talking to herself poorly. Like nobody wants to get on board with that, right? You don't want to go to a party where everyone's just talking poorly. So if you're just, you know, you listen to a song and it, and it raises your vibration, then listen to that song every damn day. Yeah, that's, um, for those listening that whether or not you look into the mindset side of being a business owner, but, or just being a human really, but, um, like my background in college was in biochemistry. So when I would listen to some people talk about mindset, I thought it was very like woo woo. And I was like, this doesn't, <laughs> then finally someone started talking about like the science behind all of this. And for those people who like the science, Google the double slit experiment. This is like, this oh. is all science based. What Peary's talking about. Um, outcome of this science experiment was dictated by the thoughts of the observer. It was like, it's still, I don't understand it, but it's like science proved it that the expected <laughs> observations changed the outcome of the experiment. It's, isn't that why? And this was like, I think, I want to say this is back in like the 50s or 60s. Like, this ex experiment was a long time ago. One thing we talked about before was you help people tie their brand into, I guess, differentiating like the inauthenticity and like imposter syndrome that people mm -hmm. face. So, I don't know if you want to talk about how fitness coaches can help build their brand around avoiding some of those pitfalls. Yeah. So, um, imposter syndrome is something really interesting. I had never heard of it until I kind of started doing my own thing and running my own business because I suffered from it. And I was like, what am I doing? Am I even qualified? Like, who are these people hiring me? <laughs> like, do I have anything to offer them? And so like, and I would just like fall down this like rabbit hole of like, you know, I'm, like my years and decades of experience just sort of like went out the window when I had to start promoting myself. And I, and that is, I think what we see all the time is they're like, we see all this stuff on online that we just guarantee ourselves as truth. But in real all actuality, there's no way to uh, really differentiate who, who knows what they're talking about and who doesn't. And, uh, so we, we come, we start comparing ourselves to, you know, different people we see online. And then, then we sort of discredit our, who we are and what, and, you know, and what we're, what we're capable of showing up for and producing. So I think then that's where imposter syndrome sets in. And then we see so many things online that are inauthentic. And like I had told you, like in a, in the past, that that's really how I ended up in this space was just seeing all this sort of, um, inauthentic, uh, content where I was like so nervous for my son and like the future of our world just on a very, uh, I don't know, like very, like a, like an inner being level where we're like seeing all this stuff, we're pulling it in and taking it as truth when it's often not. So I think that, um, that's how I ended up getting into it. And I think that it is so important to build your band brand on, um, something authentic, like your authentic pieces, because that's something you're always going to be able to fall back on and support. Um, and then 
you'll hopefully avoid the imposter syndrome or like we've talked about in the past, uh, like a deep depression because you're having to put up this facade of somebody else. And so the more like everyone's always like, what's the best bit of advice you can give me for online marketing? I'm like, be genuine and authentic. And that's like, nobody wants to hear that because they want to hear like tips on like how to look good in photos and how to get more followers and how do you convert followers to clients or customers. And that, if you're, that all comes in time through growing your brand and scaling and, and kind of investing time and money in your digital marketing. But if you aren't, if you don't have something that's authentic and genuine, then that following, that face following of your reach, your organic reach, so to speak, is going to fall short. And so, um, yeah, I think the imposter syndrome is super real. I've experienced it. I'm sure you've experienced it. Um, now it's mildly laughable, but, um, yeah, I think that it can, it can be, you can alleviate that a little bit through just being authentic. The, um, some of my business, one thing my business coach says, cause like, especially working in finance, a lot of us are very apprehensive to talk to people like, you know, talking about money is taboo. So can't ask someone to be a client. Mm -hmm. And one thing she said that I think is great. She's like, slimy salesmen don't have imposter syndrome. People who are actually like qualified, they're the ones who have imposter syndrome. Like the sharks yeah. that you're worried about being like, they sleep fine. Not, not worrying about like having no skills <laughs> and are pitching everybody. Um, and I was like, yeah, that's a pretty good point. Um, yeah. But. I would say I would agree to a certain extent, you know, like, I, I would say also like at the end of the day with mindset coaching you and uh, you kind of have to trick yourself into disbelieving your imposter syndrome and like knowing like, Hey, you got this, but we're, I think since we're genuine people. We, you know, we come at this from an authentic angle wanting to really serve people and their business and help them grow that you know you almost and I've been there I'm sure you have too where you almost want to lessen the cost of your services just so you can help somebody and like so we can sleep good at night knowing we're helping people where those slimy <laughs> salesy people just yeah I think they they may, maybe they're just like, they lack a consciousness or something. Yeah. They can't, there's, there's some, they can't relate and they're just, they're in it for all the wrong reasons. Yeah. And I, and I know like for me, I've just embraced what imposter syndrome is. And because I've seen people who I, they're role models in my industry and they'll speak about it that even though they're at the top of the industry, every time they do something, it's still new even for them, like if they get on a bigger stage. So like imposter syndrome doesn't really go away because you're constantly running into like a new ceiling that you broke through. And so you're still yeah. like, you know, now I'm in a bigger stage and maybe I don't deserve to be on this one. So like it doesn't really go away. That, you just keep yeah, accomplishing more. Yeah, don't you think it keeps you like humbled? And that is like when you when we talk about so many successful people that we look up to, one of the biggest things is even though they may have a Bentley and a private jet and, you know, a vacation home in France, like most of them are relatively humble um, in my experience. Uh, not always, but I feel like the people we look up to truly 
have, you know, they might have that imposter syndrome that they're, they're humbled. And I think that that's, that's probably why, because they're like, wow, I did all this. And that's, yeah, I think that is, I think that you like some of it is helpful. Like for me, yeah, like I'm always like, oh, there's someone smarter than me. Someone knows more than me. So I'm always like trying to learn more stuff. So I'm like, that is probably helpful that I am always worried that there's smarter people out there than me and I need to be smarter than right. I was yesterday. So I think that's helpful versus if I was like, I know everything. I don't need to study. Totally. Like, so, um, but. Yeah. Well, then I think you would lose sort of um, like your whole purpose, right? Sure. Like if we thought we knew everything, then what purpose would we be serving? And like we'd have it all figured out. <laughs> You know, so kind of, you know, we try to help other people figure out the things that we're best at. And uh, for you, that, you know, is financial freedom and wealth management and growth. And for me, it's um, branding and mindset and um, marketing. And I think that, you know, I'm, I'm always interested to learn more about uh, what I specialize in. And um, so, I, you know, I have all sorts of different avenues that I look to, to pursue that. But if we're not doing that, then we're not serving our clients. Definitely. So, so as we wrap up, what would be one action step that a, a fitness coach could do today to help build their wealth through something in their branding or their marketing that they could, um, they could put into, into action right now? So I would definitely suggest to, audit their time and what they're spending their time on and where if they're wanting to see growth um, financially and growth uh, through marketing into financial growth, then I would see, yeah, I'd ask them to audit their time. And this is something that I usually suggest because um, if you're spending, you know, three hours a day watching TV or you're spending time on Instagram uh, when you could be uh, marketing or paying attention to something in your business or your clients or writing up workout programs or things that are going to help serve you, then that, if you look at your time and see where you're actually spending it, then you're able to sort of free up um, your time is money. And then you can take that time and uh sort of delegate um, your tasks, your daily tasks. So that's one thing that I definitely practice uh, with myself and I ask other people to do is just see where you're spending your time and then get really specific on your message and use that time to convey your message. Perfect. So this has been extremely helpful, Piri, if our listeners wanted to learn more about you and your company. What's the best way for them to find you? So the best way to contact me would be through Instagram. I'm available at Flora Peary. My website is florapeary.com. I have all sorts of fun um, online courses and downloadable like PDFs and uh, so that, and I blogs about mindset and marketing um, and it's all on my website. Um, Instagram, Flora Peary. You can find me on Facebook 
at Peary Sponeman. I'm not on there as much, but I would suggest, uh, oh, I am on TikTok, but so I do a little bit of mindset stuff on TikTok, um, but mostly Instagram. Perfect. We're going to have links to everything in the show notes. Cool. To, um, and I believe you have a special promotion for the listeners. I think right now we are running a promotion where we will do a free audit of your website, your digital content. Um, and they can email me directly or send a message through Instagram um, and we can audit their website and their social platforms. Perfect. Um, is there any particular type of client that you guys like to specialize in? So I specialize in personal branding. Um, so any any kind of in, individual who's looking to grow and scale their personal um, brand. And then we also, uh, we lean more towards e-commerce with Maven X, but we're not limited to. So uh, anybody, we specifically work with six figures scaling into seven. However, I love to work with uh, people individually who might just be getting going. So that's sort of my passion project. And so if anybody listening is sort of just getting their feet wet in their brand and their marketing, that I would love to touch base with you because that is where I, that is where um, my heart lands in marketing is helping individuals. That sounds great. Well, Thank you so much, Peter. Thank you. Thanks for joining us today on Building Your Wealth Muscle Podcast. Yes, thank you so much for having me. It's been a pleasure. Thank you for joining us this week on Building Your Wealth Muscle. Make sure you visit our website, darbyba.com, where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Spotify, or wherever you listen to podcasts. While you're at it, if you found value, we'd appreciate a ratings on iTunes, or simply tell a friend about the show. That would help us as well. For more information on the topics covered, you can follow Pat on Instagram, at PatDarbyBiz. The download from this episode is available in the show notes. And if you want help building your wealth specifically, Pat Darby is currently taking private clients. The link to book a call is also in the show notes. Thank you again for listening and have a great day.